This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we're back to talk more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks. It is our 100th episode, Jacqueline. We have finally made it. Triple digits. Triple digits. Uh, Jacqueline enjoyed a delicious slice of NXT carrot cake, and I, uh, I am enjoying a delicious uh, blueberry-flavored alcoholic NXT uh, adjacent beverage and by adjacent i mean very adjacent uh in fact so adjacent that it, the only real connection is that i'm drinking it while talking about nxt but uh i mean that works it's a celebration like i think we're allowed yeah. um, this is a this is a party episode mm-hmm. <laughs> it is our go i was i was about to say it's not the go home episode uh for war games but it is our go home our episode go home. Um, it is. If you've never listened to this podcast before, if you decided to start at episode 100, um, this is like a, a quick uh, piece of information. Uh, there's a real go home episode of NXT, uh, but the way that we record the shows, if there's a takeover uh, the following weekend, we normally kind of, I mean, we do watch the NXT episode, the weekly show, but we don't really cover it that in depth when there is a takeover. And there is one, and it is Jacqueline's favorite. Uh, okay. No, is that not our show? <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely War Games. Um, can, I just, can I just say that randomly throughout today? <laughs> yeah. In, in fact, I was almost half tempted uh, thinking, like, we should just skip a week so our 100th episode could be War Games, but... Mm. No, it has to be this week. I'm glad it is. Okay. Because we have to talk about the recap at the beginning of the episode because we do see William Regal come out and yell war games in the recap. We did not see it in the episode. <laughs> he did do it on TV. But, but he did it. Yes. And my favorite thing about that whole delivery was mm. that he even says you know what's next. Like there's four on one, you know, four on four, you know yes. what's next. And Adam Cole from the ring goes, just say it or whatever. Yeah. And the whole exchange just made me it's so happy. It's circled back in on itself now. It really did. Like I, the episode could have ended there and I would have been like, I don't even care. Credits. Yep. yep. We're good. It's all we needed. But I really feel like this was William Regal's episode, and we'll get into that a little later. <laughs> I mean, it is the time it is that time of the year. Well, I mean, it's a little later than normal, but it is it war is. game season, and that truly is uh William Regal season as well. It is. It's his time to shine. <laughs> uh so this is episode five hundred and eighty-seven of NXT. And yes. uh let's uh let's dive into it. Other than that oh. uh, amazing recap, of course. Recap. Okay, so after the recap, um, uh, we get Kevin Owens as a guest commentator this yes. week. Um, and I just have to point out, um, he is wearing a tie and t-shirt. <laughs> Kevin Owens. I feel like that's him in a nutshell. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> our first episode, we have Candice versus Ember. Yep. Um, so Ember going after Indy early here, because Indy, of course, is accompanying Candice. Mm -hmm. um, and Ember just came in ready to 
fight. Can is yelling at her to calm down. Um, and Candace just running around the ring um, and hanging on to the rope so em- Ember can't get her in true bad lady fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, Candace whispers something to Indy in the corner, um, but gives but this gives Ember a chance to kick Candace in the face. Um, and sends her out of the ring. Uh, Outside the ring, um, Indy distracts Ember, and Candace goes to slide to the outside, but Ember catches her and puts her into the announce table. Um, Now we're back in the ring. I believe it was after a uh, commercial break. Um, Candace is on the ropes, but Ember catches her for a forward slam, um, and Candace now again back out of the ring. Candace runs away up the ramp, and I don't think the ref has started the count. Oh, wait, he has. Um, Candace with a senton maybe on Ember and rolls her up for a one. Candace trying now for a submission, but Ember hanging on and able to get to her feet. Uh, and she goes to pick up Candace, but it doesn't quite work. And then they roll around uh, to try and pin each other. Um, back to the feet, um, back to their feet, sorry. Um, Ember going for something, but Candace able to prevent her from following through and she gets Ember down for a two. Uh, she is so frustrated with it that she starts hitting the mat. Like a child. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Candace now pulling Ember's hair, but Ember getting in a huge elbow to the face, and Candace pulls Ember down by her hair. Uh, Kevin Owens astutely notes that if Ember had shaved her whole head, it wouldn't have happened. (laughs) Ember does this really cool one-leg suplex-looking thing. I don't Mm. really know what it's called, but it was awesome. Mm. Um, Ember able to get a two, and Raquel and Dakota start walking slowly to the ring, uh, and Candace falls out beside them. Um, So she's out of the ring now, kind of halfway up the ramp. Um, But we get back in the ring, and another try at a submission. Ember able to get Candace down with this cool move, don't know what it was, uh, and then a Hurricanrana and able to get Candace down for a two. Candace able to come out of an attempted move to get Ember down in this really cool way and into the Gargano escape. Uh, but Ember doesn't stay down for long, um, and she's able to get out and rolls up Candace, but she kicks out and gets on Ember's back to just choke her, uh, and Ember able to get her out of it in this crazy physical way, like I can't even describe it. Mm-hmm. Just like wiggles and maneuvers. I don't know. Yeah, Ember with her way out. Yeah. Ember with some big strikes running Candace around the ring. Um, Ember again with a big suplex, then looks for the um the moon move, her finisher. I don't oh, know the eclipse, called. yes. The eclipse. Thank you. Um, but Raquel and Dakota on the apron. Indy takes the brunt of the move um, because the ref was distracted and Candace able to pull off the ugly stepsister for the win. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this was a good match. I thought these ladies were really, um, worked really well together. Um, and I, But I don't know how I feel about the ugly stepsister still. Yeah, same. Um, okay. I mean, it fits, at least, I mean, at least the name fits with what Candace is doing, but... Oh, absolutely. Uh, I kind of liked what she was doing before, but, it, you know, she wants to change things up. Um, I get it. With her moves. So, yeah, I, I get it. Uh, I like this match, too. I thought they worked well together, and I was a little put off by the end, but, I mean, there, this really wasn't set up as a singles match where we were going to get a clear, like a clear, clean winner here because they are setting yeah. up. Uh, war, war games. games. War games. So yeah. uh, I give it two and three quarters. Okay, I want an even three. Okay. Uh, we, Grapple gives it 2.71. All right, so we're in the same ballpark. Yes. Vicinity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Post-match, Dakota and Raquel uh, are in the ring circling Ember like wolves, um, yes. and they throw her out. Um, Tony Storm comes out to help, mm-hmm. um, and the two charge the ring. But Tony pulls Ember out and goes into the stairs and puts Ember into the ring to be pulled apart by Dakota, Raquel, and Candice. Uh, Ember is taking a beating. Mm. Tony is a heel. Yes. And maybe this will make her more interesting like Dakota. <laughs> yes. So Tony Storm heel turn, which is interesting. It uh, is. I did not see it coming. Uh, the one thing that it signifies to me is that, I mean, they must have plans, of course, for uh, the Women's War Games team, but uh, this also signified to me that they did not have a lot of confidence in young Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell, uh, no. Because Tony Storm will almost definitely be replacing her on the heel side of the 
of the match. I mean, makes sense. Yeah. Nothing against Indy, but I think she needs some refinement. Yes, she and she still needs some work. Uh, yeah. And Tony Storm is very good in the ring. She just hasn't been wowing Jacqueline in the personality department, but uh, no. heel turns are usually really good for that sort of uh, boost. So, yes. it, I mean, it worked great for Dakota Kai. So she, and and you know what I realized? It was last year's War Games where she yes, turned. it's been a year. So it's been over, yeah, crazy. and she's come over so, a year. Yeah, and she's come so far. She really has. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow. Yes, <laughs> she used to be boring. <laughs> <laughs> so very cool. Um, we see Undisputed Era making their way to the ring. That's all there is for that. Yes. Um, we have a spot with Legato del Fantasma um, from their weird clubhouse. Yes. Uh, just loving on themselves. And Mendoza even has a speaking part. He doesn't normally. He no. usually is just the silent enforcer, so I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Um, they mentioned no one's seen Swerve recently uh, and trying to figure out who's next. And it's some... Um, some guy, ooh, I don't know what I wrote. I'm going to read you what I wrote here. Okay. And maybe we can figure out what this means together. I said, and it's some gig naked Kurt Stallion who looks ridiculous. Now, I know Kurt Stallion <laughs> yes. is the actual name of the guy, but he is not naked. <clears throat> no, he is not. Um, oh, I know what I'm supposed to say. Some guy named Kurt, Kurt Stallion. Stallion. That's what it was. So instead, it's um, some naked gig. Or, yep. gi- or gig naked. Gig naked. Um, <laughs> what I love about this, though, is how serious they take the cruiserweight belt. Yes. Like, my like, like they're making it something bigger than it, what it normally is, and I so appreciate that about them. Mm-hmm. I don't know who this guy is, though, Kurt, and why he's going for this next, but... I think he's an Evolve guy, too, or was. Mm. And, uh, I mean, I appreciate anybody whose last name is Stallion... Uh, Kurt Stallion (laughs) totally sounds like a porn star from the 1980s. It kind of does, yeah. So, yeah, I I feel like maybe if he went for that look uh, as Mm -hmm. well, we'd have something. But uh, for now, I'm I'm, I'm afraid I'm still rooting for Legato del Fantasma. Oh, yeah. All this says to me is that um, Escobar is going to remain the champion for a little while longer. Yeah. Which I'm cool with. Mm -hmm. Um, Undisputed Era back with matching sweatshirts um (laughs) we see pat mcafee a clip of the pat mcafee show yes uh, and he is ready for pete dunn to kick ass tonight but he himself will not be there because he's busy youtubing or something yeah he's the the, doing something for the for the brand or whatever yeah his brand um so now all four members of undisputed era have mics not sure that's the best idea (laughs) um but Adam Cole uh, maybe uh, respects what Pat and friends did. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has su- he, such good smack talk from a good guy group. Like, I feel like we don't normally get that, but mm-hmm. Adam Cole can sell anything. Like, yeah. he really can. He's really good. Um, Kyle and Roddy also really liking the beatdown uh, they gave last week. Um, mm-hmm. And Kyle volunteering his tribute to go against Pete Dunn tonight. <laughs> Um, and Bobby Fish just agreeing, like, yeah, I'm good with this. Uh, yes. LOL, Bobby, like, you want to be in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Adam Cole just starts yelling. Um, and, man, I just missed I missed him on the mic. And, really, yep. I don't even care. I just want him and Pat McAfee to, like, speak at each other at this point. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, they're great, both of them. They really are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what we got. Uh, backstage, we see Candace, Dakota, and Raquel. Um, they're uh, being asked about Tony Storm. Um, Candace uses this time to announce her team. Indy's not there. Um, so it is Bad Lady Team, Candace, Dakota, Raquel, um, Tony confirmed. Yes. So, so what I said, Indy not on the team probably because she's not ready, but also gives her the opportunity to interfere. Almost certainly. Yes. So. That's what we have. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a match. Um, it is Thatcher versus Kushida. Yes. Uh, Champa before the match starts comes out with a chair, um, but uses it to sit outside the ring. Um, Kevin's Owen, Kevin Owens commentary is so great. He says it's not a good omen when Champa walks out with a chair. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I thought it was great. Yep. Um, okay, so Thatcher and Kushida finally start. Um, they start with some lockups, and Thatcher trying to go after the arm and uses this time to take Kushida down to the mat. Kushida able to get some offense now by going after the ankle. Um, Thatcher able to get um, a one because they just are staying so close to the ground. Kushida able to get a kick to the jaw, and both guys up and striking each other in the face. Mm. Thatcher going after Kushida's leg now. I am missing a lot because I am so distracted by Champa just sitting there creepily staring at this. Um, Kushida able to get this crazy stretch on Thatcher's legs and bridges to go for his face at the same time. Uh, Thatcher able to then go after Kushida's face. Kushida looking for a hip toss and takes two attempts to get it and then a drop kick. Thatcher on the apron catches Kushida off the handspring and pulling on Kushida's legs over the top rope, but clearly it's not allowed, so the ref stops it because he just has him, like, hanging there. Uh, Kushida unleashing with punches and kicks, but Thatcher able to strike back. He just has long appendages. Thatcher Mm -hmm. goes for the arm, but Kushida reverses and goes for Thatcher's arm, and the height difference between the two men is not working in Kushida's favor. Thatcher able to counter into his own submission. Kushida punches Thatcher in the face and goes for a backslide for a two. Still holding hands, and Kushida had Thatcher down uh, and kicking Thatcher in the face and then goes for the hoverboard lock, but Thatcher able to prevent the move from being fully realized. Thatcher able to get Kushida down for a one, now looking for his for another submission. Kushida sits up and able to roll through again to try for the hoverboard. Uh, Kushida hitting at Thatcher's other hand to try and uh, get the move to hold. Thatcher gets an ankle lock when Kushida gets um, then Kushida gets an ankle lock. Then this weird scissor bridge roll up. I honestly am not able to keep up with what is happening. Thatcher looking for a sleeper, but Kushida able to break it to send Thatcher to the outside. Thatcher distracted, goes for Kushida in the post, but Kushida moves out of the way and he go- and Thatcher goes into the post. Um, Kushida takes Thatcher to the floor by his arm, back into the ring. And Kushida able to get a huge kick to Thatcher. Thatcher with an underhook suplex. Champa stands up and moves the chair. And Kushida able um, to use this time to get the hoverboard lock on and taps out Thatcher. Um, Which is pretty awesome because that's Thatcher's whole thing. Is that like, I will show you submissions. Um, Yeah, his his thing, (laughs) I think more specifically his thing is like, it's not a loss unless you make the other person submit. Like he's complained in the past about being pinned and that doesn't Mm -hmm. really count. If you really want to beat somebody, make them give up. Um, I don't know. I think they made note that this was the first time that Thatcher had given up. Yes. Uh, He, he had lost a a match by submission, but he had passed out. I think it was uh, the Dexter Loomis, uh, when he had qualified for the oh, ladder match right. that he didn't end up being in. Um, right. There is some complaint to be made here that the feud is between Thatcher and Ciampa. And if somebody mm-hmm. was going to make him tap out, that it should, it be sh- it should have been Ciampa instead of Kushida. Like Kushida could have beaten him in another manner. Um, so mm-hmm. I know what they were going for here. Uh, even in spite of all of that, uh, I still like this match because I think Kushida and Thatcher went pretty well together early on. Maybe it was a bit of a, a bit of a struggle, but I think that they uh, came together in the end and Mm -hmm. maybe I went high on this. I don't know, but I gave it a three. I liked it. Okay. I also liked it. I'm glad Kushida is the one that shut up Thatcher here. Yes. Um, yes. Very technical, but they complemented each other very well. Um, so it worked. Um, so I gave it two and three quarters. Okay. And grapple gave it a 3.15. Wow. Hey, okay. Wow. Okay. Grapple leaning towards the technical. Yes. Um, worth it to note here, Thatcher was somehow bleeding from the mouth. I don't know what happened exactly. Yeah. But um, he does really only have like four teeth, so. <laughs> Probably just caught like a stray elbow or something. It's hard to say. Prob- oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. There were so many. These- I mean, he had so many hits to the face. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um. Post match, um, Champa says something along the lines of, "I guess he has a problem with me now." Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, walks off. Yeah, so that yeah. that ties back to when uh, 
Champa came at Thatcher for like a, a match or whatever, and yeah. Thatcher said something along the lines of like, "I have no like problem with you, or I have no beef with you, or whatever." He said. Right. And my only problem with that is that I think it does something to like belittle Kushida's win. I don't think it takes away yeah. from it, but like it does sort of backburner it a little bit. Yeah. 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 So that was my only like thing with it. Mm-hmm. More Kushida um, wins, please. Yes, and I still think we're setting him up to be um, for a title run soon. North American and title, perhaps. Maybe. Mm-hmm. That's what my husband said. But I think he's going to go after Finn Balor. Ooh, oh, my goodness. I would love to see that match. Right? I thank think it would be really great. Thank you for changing my mind. <laughs> You're welcome. It's what I'm here for. Um, we get a recap of the women's title match, and everyone was such a badass in that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ringside doctor saying they took it to the next level, yep. which is kind of a cool commentary to have. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhea wondering what's next for her, and I'm not sure I love how she delivers it here, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh-huh. Brawlers, um, Pete is ready to face Kyle and break their spirit. What was that? Oh, I was just saying I, about Rhea Ripley. It's like she may oh. just vanish one day. Oh, uh, I hope not. I mean, she, for me, she may vanish one day because I don't watch Raw oh, SmackDown yeah, yeah. ever. So she may literally vanish from me and I may never hear or see from her again. Like so many of those other people that I used to love in NXT and I have no idea what they're doing now. So Keith Lee. I have no idea what Keith Lee is up to or Ricochet or Aleister mm-hmm. Black or any of those guys. I have no idea. Aleister Black doing. is up to nothing. I can tell you that. Oh, oh my God. Obscurity. How? how? Oh, I, I look, <laughs> I have a, we, we don't need to, we don't need to talk about it. Mo- moving on. Please. Moving on. Moving on. <clears throat> we get an episode of the KO show. Yes. And it's now evident why Kevin wore a tie. Yes. To be fancy <laughs> for his talk show. Yes. Um, I really Kevin like talking. Kevin I do too. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin talking about his experience from more games. Yep. Um, now he's a commentator saying next year maybe he'll be a ref and he's probably right. <laughs> um, Leon Ruff is the guest um, and we got some music um, for him to come out to all dressed up. Yep. Uh, and it's worth it to know Leon Ruff does have a really great smile. Hmm. It's like really big and lights up a room. Uh Kevin giving Leon the floor to deliver his message. He's only six weeks into his contract. Seven weeks. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Which I thought was interesting to note. A young Um, Yeah. Leon fanning over Kevin, and it's pretty awesome. Um, it's a weird moment for NXT, but I get why they're doing it to, you know, for Leon Ruff. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin telling Leon to be proud and the crowd chanting, you deserve it. I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin giving some pointers here to young Leon, and I love the mentorship. Uh, Kevin counting down. Oh, but then uh, Leon Ruff <coughs> says something about Kevin, Gar- uh, Kevin, about Johnny Gargano. Yes. And then Kevin counting down for Gargano to come out. Um, and he comments, oh, my ca- count was off because his music didn't hit right away, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> yep. Um, so Kevin has a chair for him in the ring. Johnny just throws it out mm-hmm. um, and he gets a huge boo. Like people hate him for throwing a chair. Um, Kevin and Johnny have a great rapport. Like they go yes. back and forth very well. Yep. And then jo- and then another chair comes in the ring. And Johnny goes, I don't want the chair. And he goes, Kevin Owen goes, no, no, I just know where this is going. Because Johnny then mentions Damian Priest's name. And then Damian Priest comes out, mm-hmm. um, which was wonderful. Um, and then Kevin Owens mentioned something. There's back and forth talking. Uh, Kevin Owens mentioned something about Teddy Long. <laughs> yes. Which uh, is a person from yeah. days past. Yes. Kevin Owens wanted to make a tag team match, I believe. Um, am I am I correct in remembering this? Uh, Wait, what was it? the uh, the triple threat match? Oh, the triple and he threat. And he said, and he said something like, "Oh, if only NXT had a Teddy Long." Yes, uh, but uh, I get it. Once Kev, once William Regal's music hits. <laughs> yes, yes. He is <laughs> and, NXT's Teddy Long. And William Regal has the best music. It's yes, he so does. Sinister. It, it is, um, but he's not a sinister <laughs> character anymore. Uh, which is weird. He's kind of, he's kind of like, he's very likable. Uh, he can get mean if he needs to be, 
but his music <laughs> is still essentially like old British bad guy music. I'm okay with it. I think mm-hmm. it's great. <laughs> um, and he comes out to announce that we officially have a triple threat match at TakeOver yes. for the North American Championship. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think we all saw so. that coming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was enough time on that. Yes. Um, then we get a Finn Balor video. Um, he says he laid the groundwork for war. Um, mm-hmm. And he was mentioning, like, his next opponent or what what's next for him. So I don't know if he's ready to fight yet or not, but it seems like he's ready to figure out who's next. Mm-hmm. Um, and all I can say is they have to stop mixing metaphors. <laughs> yes, please. They're not good at it. Uh, <laughs> no. And I'm pretty sure Finn is going to be ready to go, I would say, probably post-war games. I don't, I I don't expect anything for him physically on that show, but... It could be wrong. I don't know. I don't think so. There wouldn't be enough time to build it up. Yeah. So. Too short of notice. Um, we get another <sighs> video of Shotzi building something with her blowtorch. Yeah, her, um, her new tanker, presumably. Her new tank. And now we see the letters TCB on fire. I'm not sure what that means, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if it's something. Anyway. It is, I think it was on her old tank, too. What is it? TCB? And I don't remember what it stands for. Is it the country's best? <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. Well, I only think about it because TCBY is the country's best yogurt. So, like, mm-hmm. right? Ah, the Froyo. Froyo. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> no. So, anyway, so that's what we get for that. Still don't know who her team is at War Games, but I'll have some guesses by the end. Yes. All right. We get a match. It's Cameron Grimes and Jake Atlas. Mm-hmm. Um, Grimes coming out here trying to be tough, but Atlas just too quick for him and doing some really quick, cool moves early on. Uh, Atlas uses the ropes very well to bounce off of uh, and gets big hits. Uh, Grimes gets a big German suplex for a two. Grimes decides now is the time for kicks to the face and gets Atlas in the corner. Atlas now with a big kick to the face um, and then some big strikes. Weird moment where Atlas goes to run Grimes off the rope. Grimes catches himself, um, like hooks his arm under the ropes, mm-hmm. and Atlas just stands there, bent over in two, waiting to get hit. <laughs> ah, no, this is the old, this is the old, I'm going to shoot him in, and then when he comes back, I'm going to give him a back body drop, so you have oh. to bend over for that, but Cameron Grimes held on to the ropes, so Jake and Atlas was just left there looking like a fool. Because he was expecting Cameron Grimes to come running back at him, but he didn't. Gotcha. But you could stand upright. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he did wait a little too long. It, it always <laughs> yeah. looks a little silly when they sort of it just does. wait to get kicked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Atlas able to come back from that to get Grimes down for a two. We finally get that cool double flip thing, mm-hmm. like where they hold on to each other. Yeah. Um, but it is ruined by Grimes yelling to the moon. <laughs> Um, he gets the cave-in and wins. Yes. Um, I knew it had to happen, but I was hoping there would be more back and forth. Yeah. There was, it, there was not a lot to this. Um, no. I thought it was, I thought it was there. I gave it two. Um, but I know some people are like, they've had their, they may have had their fill with To the Moon. Uh, I but I, I feel like I'm on the opposite end now. I feel like... I'm I'm I feel like they should do more with to the moon like he should have a a faction like Cameron Grimes and his moon men or something uh I need I need, I need more moon stuff in my life what they should do is replace his stupid hat with a moon man helmet yes yes <laughs> I yep I will take it uh what, what did you give it I gave it a two and a half uh and gra- ooh grappled Liked it less than both of us. 1.79. Okay. I thought Jake Atlas did better than that. I agree. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, uh, post at, uh, match and Loomis appears on the apron to surprise Grimes. Um, Loomis still carrying around the hood um, and Grimes uh, escaping up the ramp. Loomis points to the screen and it's a recap of the haunted house. <laughs> Set to banjo music. Ah, the creepiest of all music. Right? Like, it was just the weirdest thing. It just made me laugh. <laughs> um, Loomis then pulls a strap out of the hood 
And looks like ah. we're getting ourselves a strap match. At the takeover. Uh, Loomis dead-eyed staring into the camera to end the bit. Yep. Um, but then not for long because Grimes is backstage mm-hmm. um, saying he's not afraid of anyone. And he runs into William Regal <laughs> saying the NXT universe wants Grimes and Loomis to go against each other one more time. I don't know who don't he's know, talking to. Yeah. I don't know either. Um, and we will have a strap match at TakeOver. And in the best William Regal moment, mm-hmm. Grimes asks Regal why he hates him, to which Regal responds, probably your personality. <laughs> I Honesty. Points for honesty, William Regal. Points for honesty. Not, not for that. Like, what job other than NXT commissioner yeah. do you get away with saying stuff like that? Yeah. Why do you hate me? <laughs> uh, you're kind of a jerk. Yeah. Who doesn't hate you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like that to the moon thing you do. You're kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was cute at first and then funny, but now it's a, it's it's overstated. It's welcome. Yep, I really want William Regal to have this whole conversation with Grimes. Think think <laughs> think broader. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. t- to Mars perhaps, or uh, yeah, you know, uh, or maybe think of something new entirely. <laughs> yes. Oh, so yeah. Go with a hillbilly saying, right? Isn't that what he's supposed to be? I yeah. get it. I mean, I'm still hung up on my original idea for his character. Uh, when he was, uh, when he was like very, like very, very interested and protective of his hat. Mm. And I had devised a character for, this is like, Cameron Grimes, by the way, is the only person in NXT where I come up with like these goofy character ideas. <laughs> he's because- the only one. Um, but because he could do it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Uh, my my idea, I believe then, was that his hat was uh, inhabited by, like, the spirit of his, like, his wrestling trainer or his father or something, something like that. Like, it's some sort of, uh, it's some sort of uh, relic that has, a, like, a spirit entombed in it or something. And this is why it is so important to him. I couldn't think of another reason as to why a hat would be that important to someone. Yeah. Uh, so I thought maybe, uh, you know, he could talk to the hat or, uh, you know, some something along those lines. You uh, know, if he was that character, it would make much more sense why he and Loomis would be at odds. Yes. I mean, and then they could become friends and Dexter Loomis. Oh, my God. You just said that they should become friends. They should right? team up. A Dexter Loomis, who I'm we haven't been told about it yet. But I'm sure, based off of all the other talents he's demonstrated, uh, probably good at doing seances and they could communicate with the spirit of whomever is in uh, Cameron Grimes' hat. Yes. But wait, hear me out. Loomis doesn't speak. If he's going to continue this, he needs someone to speak for him. That's right. And who better than Cameron Grimes? (laughs) Uh, Yes. I mean, we could do that. Or uh, he could just put Cameron Grimes' hat on his head and then the hat speaks through Dexter Loomis. That's it. That's it. We got it. Make it happen, William Regal, or whoever writes this show. I know it's not William Regal, but make it happen, Triple like, H. I feel like William Regal has some pull, right? He should. He, he, he should. actually does have some pull. Um, yeah. He's like a he's like a talent scout for NXT. So yeah. There you go. We get Rhea Ripley out now addressing her fate, gives props to EO, mm-hmm. rightfully so. Yes. Rhea still wants the women's NXT championship. So guess she's staying for a little while. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope which, so. Thank thank you. Um Candace and Tony come out to interrupt. Um Candace calling out Rhea for a bunch of talk but can't deliver mm-hmm. um, and Raquel and Dakota come out um, Raquel carrying EO's limp body over her shoulder yes um, they put EO down and charge the ring and Rhea starts taking on everyone yes come on Shotzi come out and say join my team that mm-hmm. does not actually happen but it should have um, Tony going um, to town on Rhea and Raquel showing off her power uh, bad lady team standing over um over her watching their carnage mm-hmm. so they're just taking on everyone i feel so I, like yes. i feel like we've got three of the no we have i, th- I feel like we've four. got our four i feel like we've got our four women team it's ember shotzi eo and Rhea. yes mm-hmm. i actually like the sound of that match i bet that will be very good i agree i think both of them are actually going to be very good this year the war games matches 
I think they'll be fine. Absolutely. They were, they were really good last year, too. So I feel like uh, we're in for more of the same this year. Yeah, Candace and Rhea on the same winning team, I might add, last year. So. Yeah, on opposing sides this year. That's awesome. Right? Technically, Dak- technically Dakota Kai was also a part of that team. Um, but, but she also didn't make it into the ring and prevented her other teammate from getting in. So, true. like... Very true. I mean, it happens. We have this weird spot now. Boa and Zaya are in a car looking rough. Yes. Um, we see the older gentleman again, who we saw, I think, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and they call him Master. There's Ooh. a dark room with candles, and the two are asking someone for forgiveness. They have disappointed them. Yes. Don't know how or why. Um, they get these marks on their hand and are told it's time. Ooh. What is it time for? All we see is a woman's well-manicured hand. Yes. And that's it. Yes. I'm intrigued. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know and what they're doing. Do you know who this is? I have no idea. <laughs> I actually do not know. No, I don't know I, what they're doing. I have not Googled this yet. Maybe I should because the internet was right about carrying cross or killer cross so i should see, yes. check the internet for this to be fair he was he was fairly mm-hmm. well known going into this but yeah it's it's possible uh, this could uh, yeah i'm not sure who this could be it's bonkers mm-hmm. and i love it some reason ever rises in the ring <laughs> yeah but before anything could even happen, the grizzled young veterans come out yes. and attack. What? This is what good is news. Happening? This is good news. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And Zach Gibson has a mic. Shut up, everyone, and let him speak. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited because he's making the announcement. Um, that they're back in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, worth it to note, Beth saying um, that they are doing us all a favor, or they did us all a favor by taking out Everrise. <laughs> no one likes and, them. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, they get a big move on one of the Everrise guys, and then the other one, and man, it was. I'm just so excited for the two of them to be here. Me too. Um, this tag team roster is going to be on fire soon. Soon to be the world's number one. Yes. Love Grizzled Young Veterans. and Me too. They're fun. I'm so happy that they're in uh, NXT proper. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling bad for NXT UK. Uh, they're trying over there. Um, they, di- they did actually have a tremendous match a few weeks ago that we did not ever talk about. Mm. Um, but it was a... Uh, a really brutal match between uh, Walter and Ilya Dragunov for the NXT UK Championship. Yes. uh, Which was a tremendous match. But for the most part, NXT UK has been fairly silent. And Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to see Grizzled Young Veterans um, in mainstream NXT. I feel like the Grizzled Young Veterans against the Britain Brawlers are going to be fantastic. Yes. I mean, them against That's, everybody is going to be pretty great, but that will be an excellent it is. match. But, like, I'm excited for that buildup. Me too. So. Okay, so um, we're back outside. Candace is out there. Um, and so is, I think it was Mackenzie. Um, and we see Indy in a neck brace. So I guess when she took the Eclipse, did yeah. some damage there. Yeah. Um, they still wanted to write her out just in case. Yeah, but they, like, did it in a legitimate way now. I think sure. there's, like, you know, reason behind it. Yeah, I'm okay with um, this. Yeah, and we find out Raquel is going against Shotzi next week for the advantage. Mm-hmm. Still don't know Shotzi's full team. I mean, we kind of do, but we don't. Yeah. Um, Johnny there, hyping up his wife, picking them up in the car. And we Skeet Ulrich still in the back seat. <laughs> yes, the screen yeah. killer. Still around. Yep, whomever it may be. God, if it's who I think it is, it could be stop. that. It could be that guy. Yep. Yeah, you know who I'm talking yeah. about. I do. All right, main event time. Mm-hmm. It's Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne. Yes. And I did not realize this going in. I probably should have, but I forget. Mm-hmm. It's a ladder match. Yes, War Games Advantage match. Which is a ladder match. Yes, it's always a ladder match. I forget this every year. Yes, they they have been doing it for the last couple of years, I think. So They have been, yes, with a symbolic 
briefcase hanging above the ring. Yes. Um, the other teammates are on separate platforms kind of above the ring, like Yeah. So so in good positions to not interfere. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was great. Pete Dunn coming out wearing a lot of purple. Yeah. I don't know why. I just thought it was worth it to note that. Mm-hmm. He's not wearing black. It's not his standard. Yeah. True. I like it though. Pete, the purple works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Kyle is ready to get started here quick. Um, uh, Pete doesn't even have time to get his furry jacket off. <laughs> and the match starts. Pete finally does, though, um, and tries to get back in the ring, but Kyle pushes him out. Um, we're still moving incredibly fast. There is a ladder in the ring already. Um, Pete's on the outside. Kyle goes to run off the apron at him, but Pete gets him. Um, now we try, a, or Kyle tries a second time, and Kyle lands a big knee to Pete's face. Kyle going for another ladder, but Pete stomps on his hands. Not pretty. Uh, Pete sets up the ladder as a very nice plank here, but Kyle um, reverses to not go into it. Um, Kyle puts Pete into the plexiglass, and this gives Kyle time to get a ladder uh, in the ring, which he sets up, but Pete's back in and knocks Kyle off of it. Pete now trying to climb it, um, but first he twists Kyle's arm around the ladder and then stomps on his arm. Mm-hmm. Pete puts Kyle's hands under the ladder as he starts to climb, um, but Kyle is somehow able to break free to go after Pete's leg through the ladder rung. Um, I love Kevin Owens on commentary. He's so great. I, I don't, he was so I don't know. I just have to keep mentioning that, I guess. No, he was great um, the whole night. He really was. Sorry, I must note um, earlier in this match, he says how he likes Kyle because he has his initials on his knee pads. <laughs> he like, has Kevin's initials. <laughs> yes. Also, Kyle O'Reilly's initials, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I mean, I think Kevin just took it as a sign of uh, uh, respect. Camaraderie. Yeah, camaraderie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pete power bombs Kyle into a ladder in the corner, um, and Kevin just comments, that is not nice. Um, Kyle now laying on the bridge ladder uh, and Pete stomping on his face. Pete goes to get back in the ring, but he um, takes, uh, wait, but he takes Kyle out by the leg or, but he gets taken out by the leg. Yeah. Um, Then we get some big strikes over the ropes um, and someone had to go through that, that ladder soon. And here we go. Pete gets Kyle in a huge suplex to break the ladder and both men go crashing onto the outside of the ring. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Pete has Kyle's arm in a ladder and slams it down hard. Now we have chairs. Pete going to hit Kyle, but Kyle stops it. Kyle then hits a still care, which Pete was using as a shield. Now Kyle trying to put Pete um, to sleep and then drops Pete onto his head on the ladder. Kyle uh, to the top rope and goes knee first into the ladder as Pete moves out of the way just in time. Pete setting up another ladder now, slowly making his way up. Kyle putting on an ankle lock to Pete. He's climbing the ladder, uh, and he hops down on one foot. Pete goes to take out Kyle, uh, but he goes knee first into the ladder again. Both men on their knees in a slap fight. Uh, Pete now going for the fingers, but Kyle starts uh, using his feet instead. Pete and Kyle taking turns pulling each other into the ladder now. Uh, And then Pete goes to throw the ladder at Kyle, and Kyle then pushes it back on Pete, and both men just fall down. Now they're both going to climb the ladder um, and slugging it out at the top. What ladders does WWE get that they are both able to climb up on either side? I never see like <clears throat> I never see ladders like this. They're not standard issue ones. Like really, like who builds these? It's possible that <laughs> there's there's got to be people that now make them like this. Um, I'm sure. I wouldn't be surprised if WWE has like their own group that literally makes ladders for them though at this point, but Probably. It is like, crazy. You never get, you know, and you know what's really strange to me, Jacqueline, is that uh-huh. it makes sense that both sides would be climbable. Yeah. Right. We just suspend that reality. Right. <laughs> um, Pete's able to get a hand on the briefcase, but Guy- Kyle goes for the arm. Um, then Kyle goes for the briefcase, and Pete goes for the fingers. Both men down. And then Kyle responds with a huge clothesline, and everyone is down, and so is the ladder. Kyle's up first and gets to the ladder, but Pete up, chair in hand, and hits Kyle in the knee, um, and then to his back. 
Uh, Pete then gets Kyle onto the ladder guardrail and out of the immediate area of the ring. Kyle somehow back in and pushes Pete off the ladder into another one um, to be completely out. So he just gets pushed off. It's Mm -hmm. just crazy. Kyle climbing slowly because he hurt his knee when someone someone in a Pat McAfee mask comes out and pushes (laughs) Kyle out of the ring. And not only does Kyle go out of the ring, but he falls over the rope and takes the hit so gracefully. He is amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pete able to use it to his advantage to climb and get the briefcase for the win. This was a fun ladder match. Mm -hmm. Brutal, but fun. Um, And I think it makes sense that the bad guys have the advantage here. Yeah, I mean, they should... Uh, they should always have the they should always have the advantage. Um, I that always makes it weird to me that they do the match because there's only one real good way to do war games, and that's always if the bad guys have the advantage. Um, it's always weird if the the good guys do. So that makes the the matches really predictable. Um, right. You know, that means when we get, um, sh- I think it's Shotzi and Raquel. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we know who's going to win that match because it would be weird if the other team uh, did. They used to just do, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter how you do it. In the olden mm-hmm. days, they did a coin flip, uh, okay. but the bad guys would always win that. So I guess it didn't really matter. Um, hmm. Yeah. So I guess it doesn't really matter how you go about it. Everyone's always going to know how it ends up anyway. So at least right. we got a really good match out of it. Absolutely. Uh, I thought these guys worked really hard. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed this match. Uh, Me too. I don't know why my brain went here, but I was really hoping the person in the Pat McAfee mask was just Pat McAfee. Um, I mean, I know it wasn't going to be, is. but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would have been really funny to me for some reason that he wore a mask of himself to disguise himself. Um, um, It it was the mask he wore when he came out um, after he helped. Yes. It was like that weird metal man. Yeah. 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 Um, It was not him. I think it was maybe we're supposed to think maybe it was, I don't know. I don't know. I think so. uh, Yes. Uh, But a good match. I gave it a whole three and a half. Okay, I also really like this. I went three and three quarters. Ooh, wow. Okay, and Grapple mm-hmm. went 3.66. Okay. Right in between. We all really like this. Yes. I have one more thing to note before we finish off here, because this was one of my favorite things. This match just, this episode just had so many funny bits. Mm-hmm. It really did. Post-match, Bobby Fish is yelling, you let someone come in the ring. Like, yeah. you, your team would have done the same exact thing, like, maybe four months ago. <laughs> yeah. Just almost, cer- almost certainly, yes. Just super funny <laughs> to me. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited for War Games. Uh, I'm always excited for War Games. I know you're always. It's always War Games season for Jacqueline. But uh, when it's not War Games, she's counting down to War Games. But uh, I'm exci- and people thought War Games wasn't going to happen this year. So I, I yeah um and you never stopped believing, Jacqueline. So well, you gotta have the faith. All the all the credit in the world because I certainly didn't think we were going to get it this year, uh, but clearly I was wrong, and uh, I'm I'm very happy to be wrong because the War Games matches look great. Uh, the only thing I'm not, well, I guess I'm not looking forward to the non War Games matches. Uh, I'm not overly looking forward to the triple threat for the North American Championship because uh, mm-hmm. I don't like how they've gotten to it, to where they are with it. And mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't be less interested in Dexter Loomis and Cameron Grimes at this point. So mm. uh, I think we're also going to get Thatcher versus Ciampa. And Thatcher, okay. I, I am interested in Thatcher and Ciampa. Uh, I don't think the build for that has been particularly good either, but I, I do think the match will be good. So I agree. I am looking forward to that. And mm-hmm. the two War Games matches will, you know, ultimately it's a two-match show, but I'm really looking forward to those two matches. So hopefully uh, they turn out really, really well. Um, be awesome. 
Okay, so that's a wrap on episode 100. Uh, Jacqueline, so here's to a uh, uh, hundred more episodes. <laughs> do you have a hundred? Do you have a hundred more episodes in you to talk about NXT? I don't know if I do or not, but oh, um, depends. Let's see how the how the how next year goes with storylines. <laughs> yes. Um. Hopefully, uh, we'll get some crowds back next year at some point. Like maybe. you know, maybe in like the 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 summertime. Uh, maybe we'll be mm-hmm. close to having crowds back by then. Um, Potentially. Yeah. I know people are talking about, uh, there is a story today about how WWE is hoping to be able to have Royal Rumble with fans this year, you know, for January. I'm like, no way. Like, I know they're talking about rolling out a vaccine, everybody, but by the time it gets around to everybody, there's at least one vaccine that's more than one shot and you can't take them at the same time. Uh, like (laughs) guys, it's not going to be January. It's not going to be February. Um, maybe, maybe WrestleMania season, Mm-mm. but that's like, to me, that's on the very edge of, that's on the very edge of believability. I think you're more, I think you're more likely looking at like the late summer months, I think is more conceivable for when we might be able to start having events with crowds in them again, but it all depends Maybe. on the it all depends on the rollout. So nobody get excited about. I mean, look, unless they do Royal Rumble in Florida, uh, apparently you can just do whatever you want in Florida. Well, they are doing WrestleMania in Tampa, so <laughs> yes. And- I mean, AEW runs literally every show from Florida. WWE literally runs every show from Florida. So, yep, they may very well just do everything from there. But uh, we shall see. Um, Okay, everybody, uh, that's a wrap on the show for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the other 99 episodes archived uh, of this particular podcast. And uh, also you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for What Comes NXT. Hit subscribe, and uh, that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks. We're talking about War Games 2020.